Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. First, an online petition has been launched to remove a bike rack installed in a loading bay. This is in Parliament Street in Dublin that's currently used or was used for outdoor dining. It's caused a lot of concern. Siobhan Comney is the owner of Street 66 Bar on Parliament Street. Um, Siobhan is, is with us on the show today. What's the situation there, Siobhan? Um, so basically, um, last Friday at um, um, 5.44, I received an email from Dublin City Council that um, my um, um, I put in for a licence for outdoor seating as normal. You renew your licence in October. So on Friday evening, it's quarter to six, which was outside working hours. Um, I just got a refusal letter with no explanation. So I was waiting for the explanation letter, a little bit frustrated over the weekend. And I wasn't in Dublin on Monday morning. A customer was walking by, took a photo of um, a bike rack being installed on the loading bay and the planters that Dublin City Council had outside of, around the loading bay since um, 2021. Um, they had dug up and um, installed a bike rack um, with um, space for 10 bikes. Um, so um, as well as it being a trip hazard, um, it's very dangerous this morning. We've been doing delivery um, since 10 o'clock this morning and um, we've no space to um, let customers walk by. I'm very upset about the whole thing and um, um, I'm just very confused how um, I was accused at quarter six on um, Friday and then first thing Monday morning and um, within one working day a bike rack had been installed and I have had no explanation and it's one week until um, Dublin Pride where the streets are going to be completely full for the weekend it's um, you know a great atmosphere and everything and it's literally um, it's a hazard it's a fire hazard it's a health and safety issue at the moment and um, it's very upsetting for me so how many outdoor, um, what capacity, Siobhan, sorry, would you have had in this loading bay that you're talking about where the, the bike rack now is? So 10 feet, um, we had permission um, for um, 10 feet and 20 tables. Oh, sorry, 10 um, tables and 20 feet. We've been using that since COVID. Um, it, um, during, um, when there was only um, outdoor dining allowed, um, it, it allowed me to um, open the bar in 2021 after being closed for a year. And then the council extended that, uh, which I'm very grateful for. And um, they sent me my renewal form in, in October, which I sent, uh, put in for. And I received an email in March after two and a following that the application was in. And I didn't hear and um, think any more of it until um, I had been calling them all in the last few weeks. I've been calling them a couple of times a week because the weather had been really good. And I was like, going, this is going on so long now. What's going on? Um, and they had said that. Oh, we have made no decisions yet. We're meeting today, and uh, but I'm just I'm very confused why the um a bike rack was installed. Was there any planning for this bike rack? Um, I feel um I don't know. Nobody's answered me. I've contacted um ten different departments. I've sent um of Dublin City Council. I've sent in photos of um um a lady walk trying to walk by this morning, um almost tripping um on it, um I. Uh, this is our busiest two weeks of the year, and um, um, our um, delivery guys this morning um, couldn't. Normally, um, the delivery trucks um, drive in. We put all the cases on the loading bay. We literally have, only have footpath, and it's, it's um, causing a lot of mayhem and okay. chaos. So, your you, your your point, Siobhan, is that you you're saying there was no consultation about this. Is that is that what you're saying? Yes, I've had no grants for appeal. For the furniture license number one, and then 
there was, I had no idea that they were going to put a bike rack there. The 26 bike rack on the street is currently one bike attached on um, 99% that none of the bike racks are um, completely full. And uh, we've had um, biking communities who are behind us, support us. And it's, it's, it's literally having a bike rack one foot outside your front door of a very busy premises is insane, in my opinion. Well, we've we, we've reached out to Dublin City Council, Siobhan, for a comment on this or for a response to the you know the the, the issues and the queries that you've raised, and we're waiting to get um, a statement or a response from the council. When we get that, we'll we'll certainly bring it to you to see why or what the uh, the, the justification is for the installation of the bike rack. And as you say, for twenty odd bikes, and you you feel there was no communication with you about this until you saw this happening over the weekend. Liam is with us as well, Siobhan. Liam De Bruyne is a journalist with um, Extra.ie but Liam, it's something that you've actually been talking about and, and reporting on because it's um, it's it's a regular haunt of yours. Hi Andrea, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, this, when I saw it yesterday, the first thing I did was reach out to Siobhan and we had a chat about what was happening because I, myself and many other people, um, whether they're in their 20s and older and um, um, whatever street 66 is one of our favorite places to go in town like you won't find many other places in the city that has more of a welcoming vibe and a friendly aura like any any night out in street 66 you know you're going to go home with a smile on your face and with what's happening as well this would be the month where myself and many other people would be attending street 66 for the likes of the pride events and not just this month, but like any other month, like if it's a night out or you go to a gig and you're looking for somewhere to have a good time, Street 66 is guaranteed. So it was important for myself to try and do whatever I could um, to get the word out. And it's not just the journalists, like obviously there's a petition that within, I think within an hour, reached over its 500 um, signature targets and that's well above that at this stage but yeah it just feels like an issue that has had zero communication um, not just with Savon but um, myself and many other people like you have people such as Seema um, adding Dublin City Council on Twitter and I think Panty Bliss did as well and there seems to be no response at this moment of time, which it seems very odd considering the amount of. Yeah. But but your 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 point then, Liam, is the fact that um, a Dublin Pride gets underway. It's next weekend, isn't it? So it's just yeah, that it's yeah. it's um, an inconvenience, I suppose, for businesses on Parliament Street. Yeah, like I suppose if it was any establishment that this happened to, like June is probably it's one of the busiest months of the year in the summer like or not the summer of the year to to be having events and you kind of need an area outside of your um pub and like you know yourself like when you're on a night out sometimes you want to go for a bit of air and you just want to have the chats outside and with pride like i was like um with pride next week it's it's like it's the biggest night of the year um for Street 66, like there's so many events on in town outside of the ones, like obviously the Street 66 will be doing their own events, but like say anyone going to the mother block party, there's a high chance that they'll be going to Street 66 after. So 
it does seem like a it's the most inconvenient time for an inconvenient thing to happen. Paul Kevill as well, Liam. Paul is the owner of um, Stoned Pizza Takeaway on Parliament Street also. Paul, you're pretty much opposite then, Street 66. Um, you posted a video about this online. Hello? Hi, Paul. How are you? You can hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted a video. I just seen it yesterday morning when they were installing it. It's absolutely shocking. It's We've been fighting this for three years to get Parliament Street pedestrianised and... Like, I'll just be honest, This that bike rack is a slap in the face to 366. Basically, they posted on Twitter about being refused planning. And within, at 9 a.m. Monday morning, DCC have a bike rack installed. It, it's shocking. They've never moved that fast in their lives. It's it's unbelievable. So there had, this is because, Siobhan, you had never been made aware about the installation, you say, of this bike rack previously, despite the, the planning application for the outdoor seating being rejected. No, I've never been... And the bike rack is just, it's basically um, just screwed into the cobblestones. It's like it wasn't planned. It wasn't. Compared um, to the other bike racks, there's separation between them. But on these particular ones, um, if you're walking by it dark at night, you will 100% trip. It's like they're, they're just, uh, it was a last minute decision, 100% the way they've been put down. We'll see what the council come back and, and say to us certainly about that as, as we have um, reached reached out to them. But like, do, is it common, Paul, to find people um, w- would leave bikes around Parliament Street? I'm, I'm trying to get a sense well, of, I suppose, the need okay, uh, for 20 Street, The only thing Parliament Street has in abundance is bike racks. We have 26 bike racks. Since they installed 10 more, we now have 36 bike racks. Now, we're all in favour of bike racks, but mm. to be honest, half of the 26 get used on a daily basis. So adding another 10 in a loading bay is just shocking. And it's, well, sorry, it's, it's not, it's not, Paul, it's, it's not that they're Dublin bikes or something like this where people can, you rent them and, and, and bring them back. It's, these are just for people no. to leave their bikes. Yeah, and, and as Siobhan said, they're on the cobbles. The, the, the rack isn't even really securely screwed in and no one's using it because there's plenty of other bike racks. But here's the thing. I'm looking at the bike rack now. There's two trucks trying to get into that loading bay and they're parked on the main road blocking the street. So because what does the that mean for your business? For loading. I know, it's, it's, it's chaos in the mornings. It's chaos. And how are you dealing with deliveries then, Siobhan? I presume heading into a weekend and kegs been collected and delivered and all of that. This morning um, we had um, our, our keg deliveries trucks were outside on the road. We can only push, the footpath is very narrow, so we can only push uh, one keg so that um, people can walk by. We have a hatch, which um, only gives, allows for um, one foot um, the curb. So we have been putting the keg in the loading bay in the morning, like this has been going on for like, I've been here since 2016. And so that um, we could allow for wheelchairs, for people uh, walking by, for customers walking, or for, you know, random people walking by and stuff. But this morning it's been a hazard. And um, there's people like curtain and falling, they're walking out on the street to bypass the deliveries. And it's, I feel really bad about it. And um, it's it like, it doesn't, it just completely doesn't make sense. Claire Byrne is a councillor in Dublin, Green Party councillor. Claire's with us on the line as well. Can you shed any light on this decision, Claire? I can't, unfortunately. I wish I could. Um, I did. Uh, I mean, look, to be honest, I've been asking for a report on the 
street furniture licensing for the southeast inner city for the last few months and we've yet to receive that um uh, for this reason because there doesn't seem to be any sort of coherent strategy around that uh, so i did raise it at our area committee again yesterday and i didn't really get a very straight answer particularly on the bike parking and look this isn't just about making parliament street traffic free although i'm very supportive of that it's not just about bike parking or street licensing it is about the lack the seemingly lack of a coherent strategy and also the uncertainty for the businesses here um you know, these businesses were well supported during COVID. We even had traffic-free weekends last year. They've been waiting months and months and months for a decision on their outdoor license. Then they get the decision on Friday evening, and then from out of nowhere, we, we end up with the what seemed like an excessive row of bike parking in a questionable location. And look, I'm all for bike parking. We need loads but even of you city, say, but Even you seem surprised, Claire. I, I am very like, surprised. I'm surprised. Even you think it's excessive as a Green Party councillor. I do, I know, and I, it pains me to say that, but uh, I suppose it's just, you know, the speed at which it went in is, is is kind of questionable. I mean, there's a long list of places in the city that could do with that many bike racks, but I'm not sure the loading bay outside. Businesses that, you know, have large-scale deliveries in the mornings is, is the best spot for it. So, um, I mean, it's it's, you know, as I said, these businesses, they were really well supported during COVID, um, but nobody seems to know what's happening this year. And that's not fair on the businesses. Like we're trying, we're still, hear we're still recovering. frustration. Like you can hear it. Yeah, yeah. Siobhan's yeah, voice no, I and know. Paul. Absolutely. And I know Siobhan and I have been in touch before and, you know, Stone Cafe and the other businesses along that street as well. And, you know, I mean, they're still struggling to recover from COVID. We're, we're trying to, you know, keep the city going we're trying to revitalize our nighttime economy we're about to appoint a nighttime advisor these kind of businesses are really critical to the economy of the city and we need to be supporting them as best we can but we need to do that with information and we need to do that with a coherent strategy where all relevant departments are talking to each other and talking to the businesses i had a meeting with dublin town this morning and you know the businesses were saying exactly that they're like look there's big changes coming in the city we're all aware of that but we need everyone on board and we can only bring everyone on board if we have a plan and information and that coherent strategy that all stakeholders can you know adjust to and get buy into and i just don't see that happening and the situation in parliament street is just a classic example of that have you paul i mean a lot of listeners and i'll come to this in a moment in in other parts of the country too talking about um getting a decision or finding out about the the outdoor licensing approval or, or rejection of their applications like how long did it take for you to get word on on that well or? i've been going back and forth with emails for the council for about two years. Half the emails get blanked. Any response usually comes two weeks later and with barely any information, and it's always the report is coming. We're looking into that. You know, these answers that are just not answers. It's just, it's just getting kicked down the road for the last two years. I mean, like Claire said, we're struggling after COVID, and it, the summer's, we've started the summer, and we're like, we need the outdoor seating to survive. It's life or death for us, so you know. It's, so to, just to get an answer would be nice from DCC, see, and we pay the rates to DCC. You have a petition, there's an online petition, Siobhan, there's about, is it 3,000 signatures on it now to remove the tracks? So the last time I checked there, there was um, 3,700 signatures since um, yesterday afternoon. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very, very grateful for all the support I've been getting. And um, basically at the end of the day, I would just like um, an answer from the Dublin City Council to why... Mm-hmm. They install these bike racks to protect the premises. Yeah. 
Well, um, as I said, yeah. we've certainly reached out to them anyway, um, to DCC, uh, to, to find out what is the story. And if we, if we get that answer, we'll quite happily bring that to you, Siobhan. Um, this texter says, the council planted bike racks in a loading bay. So what? Asks this texter. Look around. I think this nonsense is happening all over towns and cities and suburbs. Another listener, it seems like they're doing everything in their power to take away any sort of atmosphere from Dublin City. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about this situation um, outside. It's Street Bar, six, Street 66 Bar, I should say, on Parliament Street in Dublin. Um, a decision by the council seems to have left a lot of people, as you've heard in the first part of the programme, they're quite unhappy with the installation of a number of new bike racks that have been installed since uh, since Friday or since Monday. And a lot of people not happy about this because it was where the premises used for outdoor outdoor dining and we had a lot of reaction to this in the show. Catherine is with us on the line. Catherine, there's been a petition um, that Siobhan McComney, the owner, has told us has reached over 3,700 signatures. I believe you're one of the uh, you're one of those who've signed it. Is that right? Yes, I am indeed. When I saw uh, this post last night, I immediately signed uh, the petition and then I posted it up on my own uh, Twitter feed. Um, really, where I'm coming from on this is that there just seems to be a lack of or an overall plan, really, for the street furniture in Dublin. And indeed, you know, I think a- across the country, um, we have these kind of weird boxes that have been appearing all over the place. And then during COVID, we had those plastic bollards, which are now half of them are broken. They're coming out into the streets. Are they to be removed? What's happening with them? Nobody seems to know. And again, um, it just seems to be just a lack of consultation, uh, just talking to the local people, local traders. Um, and this is appalling what's happened here at Street 66. I mean, literally overnight, they've ended up with these ridiculous bike racks in front. I thought initially it was the Dublin bikes, but no, it's mm. just for ordinary bikes. Mm. And I was listening to that gentleman there earlier say there's, what, 26 bike racks already now. on the street. So it'll be 36 yeah, so, in total, he says. Yeah, so, so this is senseless. I mean, this is the loading area. We've already heard uh, Siobhan, the owner there, say, you know, the trucks can't get in. A lady almost fell over it this morning. I would wonder, you know, about people with disabilities, blind people, uh, wheelchair people. Uh, you know, how on earth are they to access not just this street, but just what's happening all over? I don't know. Maybe I'm in the wrong here, but it doesn't really appear to me that there's an overall plan for street furniture. Our streets are really turning into very ugly spaces. And you know, to go abroad, I've got great friends um, in Mount Sweden and in Copenhagen. And okay, I suppose they were of, of, of most countries in terms of, of getting the cycle paths correct. But it just seems to be a much more joined up and a more just looking at the aesthetic of the streets. Mm. So, but, but, but I think it's appalling here that there's absolutely no consultation here and then no communication. You know, okay. who, who do you speak to? Where do you, you know, how do you yeah. find out? Who made the decision? Yeah. You know, how, how does this happen? Well, as I said, we, we've contacted the council and we're, we're waiting to get a response from them. So we'll certainly be quite happy to bring that to people and to Javon when, when we do. Uh, Declan Mina's with us as well, Catherine. Declan's a, a Labour Party councillor in Dublin. Like, just on Catherine's point, is that effectively what's happening? Are we, you know, because we did see a lot of um, street furniture introduced during COVID to facilitate businesses to to operate, Declan. So is it a change in policy now? 
I think it is a very difficult one because during COVID, businesses needed these to survive and quite a lot of furniture were put out. But it was quite positive because it actually showed us what we can achieve as a nice outdoor city and the sort of cynicism we have. It will never work here. It did work here. Um, I think we did let the ball drop here and I'm really disappointed in this. We have one arm of the council promoting cycling, one arm of the council promoting an active, you know, a city recovery and they're not talking to each other. And the way people are being treated with these street permits, I think it shows a bigger issue. I raised this last night because I had a mo- I had a question in. Um, the minister out of nowhere announced that, oh, we're cutting fees for street furniture. Now, that's fine, except the minister doesn't regulate street furniture. Dublin City Council does. So he basically cut some of our funding centrally with little, with no negotiation with councillors. And we're now going to have to go after him and say, can we have some of that money back, please? Um, I am one of the blind people. I'm visually impaired. I use a cane. And okay. I, I do have to say I'm coming at this. I, I'm very concerned. Because what we need is a really strong relationship where the people putting the furniture out know who to talk to in the council and the person in the council is on top of them if there's issues. And I don't want people fined. I don't want furniture taken away. But I do want compliance and I want to safely walk on the street. But I also want to be able to sit out on the street and enjoy it. But surely this is a fairly, there's a simple solution to this, Declan, insofar as that the local authority can make contact with Siobhan in in um, well, bar in streets street sixty six yeah. bar fairly well, look, soon. This shouldn't have happened, and I'm waiting to hear a response. And I will be reading the response from the council with a great interest. I raised it last night. Okay. I raised it this morning, and I haven't heard yet. Um, I think that the response has been quite reasonable, and I think the petition, you know, is very clear. So I would have a high level of confidence that the bike it's I'm calling for it to be removed Mm. I think it's quite obvious and it can be put somewhere else but I do think um, this goes to a broader issue we have here which is the chronic underfunding and dishonesty around the funding of local government we have a property tax that the department effectively steals by deducting it from grants they used to give us so the property tax doesn't actually it it doesn't really give us more money it saves the department money the way we do that and i think we need to just honestly talk about how do we fund local government because when we talk about all of those cities that we love across the continent with an outdoor city if you look at their budgets compared to what we have, it's nothing. So okay. I think that needs to you come think into that's it as part well. Of it as well. Um, another texter has got in contact to say the serious issue here isn't the street furniture. It's actually the loading base. Totally inadequate. Never police to stop cars using them. It forces trucks and vans to stop illegally. Trying to deliver in Dublin city centre is an absolute nightmare, says this listener. 087-1400-106 is the WhatsApp number. Um, Councillor Declan, Mina, Catherine as well, thank you both for getting in touch with us. I have to say there's a lot of reaction um, from listeners to this today. If, if you've missed the start of this discussion, and as I said, we spoke to Siobhan there from Street Bar 66. We'll, uh, we'll post it up as well in a podcast on the News Talk app. You can just subscribe to Lunchtime Live. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.